just keep this phrase in mind. Has anyone ever told you something that makes you so worried about yourself that you stop listening to them? This is to quote Mel last time I saw her. I'm so unfit, I've lost my voice. <laughs> and I started to panic during this story. I'm thinking, well, if she's that, I'm really screwed. So can you tell us about when you were so unfit you lost your voice? Oh, I shouldn't be. Obviously, I would have thought that maybe I've maintained a level of fitness, but for people that just quickly catch you up, I'm the complete invalid. Like, basically, <laughs> if there's going to be some sort of – I haven't had COVID yet. Nah, I've had every other thing <laughs> that could come my way. <laughs> I'm not a normal person. <laughs> so I was yeah. about to just go, not normal first. I don't get like your generic run of the day, everyday variety <laughs> things. I get Mel versions of everything. Yes. Um, and when everyone was complaining about COVID, I got this anomaly strain of whooping cough, which like just really, really knocked me around. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say that. <laughs> But it made me very scared of going out in the cold and exercising at the gym like I usually would. So I changed up what I was doing. I was doing more Pilates and inside things that are avoiding the cold. And I was around at work and I was sweeping and um, one of my colleagues turned to me and he goes, why are you puffing? (laughs) And I went, oh, I don't know. And he goes, aren't you like live in a gym or some sort of athletic wear every day of the week? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, why are you puffing? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I don't know, Tim. I shouldn't be, obviously. <laughs> this. He goes, what have I got? <laughs> That's how I was feeling. <laughs> and I said, I don't know. So when it was brought to my attention, I was like, oh, maybe – like this coughing thing kept just resurfacing out of nowhere or just wasn't disappearing. And I went to the doctors because I said, look, it's getting a bit of taking the piss a little bit because there'll be times where I'll have to sort of say to the guys, well, I can't come in because I'm coughing, <laughs> <laughs> which just sounds pathetic. And um, so I did like what's called a spirometer test and I had this girl there that was – probably a bit older than me and she just, you know, when you see someone that just has pity in their eyes, like mm. why are you doing this test Yes, type thing. She was one of those. She was completely lovely. But my I have the lung capacity of a 70-year-old. <laughs> so it was that. And then I was like, all right, well, now that it's I've got two weeks off, I'm going to stop being a sook and I'm just going to go and get fit again. And <laughs> – the first class I did, I lost my voice. <laughs> Literally just I could feel it just starting to dissipate throughout the hour class yeah. and it would come with this like, like I've just like got nothing. Like, And someone's like, what's going on with you? Have you got a sore throat? And someone said, maybe you're nearly burnt out. You should be resting. I was like, I'm not burnt out. I'm just obviously incredibly unfit now that I cannot – hold air <laughs> and bring the oxygen into my muscles. So the first thing that went was my voice. I didn't have a sore throat, didn't have everything. It just went, nah, we don't need you right now. Let's remove the voice from the situation. When you turned up to do the recording, for those playing along at home, 
I cut off the first about five minutes of our recording last time. It's added like this. <laughs> and then slowly your voice opened up. You must have got comfortable. You got yeah. a bit of air in there. Yeah. You got your diaphragm going and then you sounded great. But it was pretty obvious if I had left it in there. <laughs> well, the doctor, right, when he was testing me initially, he's like, right, breathe in and breathe out. Like he had his little what a stethoscope thing yeah. and he's like, yeah, breathe in. And I was like, yeah, I am. And he goes, breathe out. And I go, I am. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 take a deep breath in. And I said, I am. Yeah. I know how to breathe. I've done it for a yes, while. I'm a and, yoga person. And I know how to like do that. And I can get the breath in. I can't expel it out. Right. So I can get a big, deep breath, but the projection of getting it back out is just not there. So I can, <laughs> yeah. Just can I put myself in your mind for a second? Yeah. Just knowing you a little bit, when they said you had the lung capacity of a seven-year-old, did you think, yeah, but which seven-year-old? <laughs> like, who are we talking here? Nah, I was like, validation. <laughs> like, the usual thing. I was like, I haven't told you guys there was something wrong. It's real. I've 70-year-old lungs. Don't knock me. Because if I heard that from my doctor, I would have went straight to my mental list of how old every celebrity is. Yeah. Sting 70. Liam Neeson, 70. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was just like, finally, there's a reason. 70-year-old lungs. Sounds sort of funny, even though it's sad. (laughs) And it's just made me, yesterday, like yesterday, I had a fairly good gym session. I was just was like, well, my brain went, 70-year-olds can be quite fit. Just (laughs) start start exercising again. You've got to ask your doctor how long till the rest catches up and I can start taking my super. I'm not taking any soup. I don't have any super because I've never worked enough to acquire it. I can't afford any of that stuff. I know how to live on the bottom line, guys, but I just can't. I don't have anything to revert back to. Since we're partway into a health chat, let's finish up with what was their recommendation other than fully recovering from this whooping cough incident? What was how do your lungs repair? How does There's your- been no recommendation as per every other condition that I've had. It was like <laughs> just inhale, that con- that inhale this steroid stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't like steroids. I don't like them. They've effed up a lot of things in my body previously because it's like the go-to of everything. Mm. And he sent me for an MRI. And again, like, oh, you're young to get an MRI in your lungs. And the result- so I've had a lot of blood tests and that done as well. So I've got to go back. But the result was that I have an acceptable MRI rating, which I do not like the sound of that at all. No. It triggers me entirely because it's like when they used to go, oh, you know, your results are there. Yeah, they're not like too bad or you've got a bit of protein in your urine. Like this was like kid- kidney kidney failure scenario. Yes. And I'm like, is your protein is blood? Like that's <laughs> not like what you're supposed to have in your like. No, not if things are running well. So when people say acceptable, yeah, <laughs> I don't like accepting acceptable. I don't find that word, although it may be a medical term potentially with their nomenclature, but if anything else in life was described to you as acceptable, like if you had a relationship and it was acceptable or if you're, you know, you went out for a meal and the best it was was acceptable, that's basically mediocre. Probably worse, I think. It yeah. actually sounds worse than mediocre. Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a fob off, basically. Yeah, it's, you're not. 
I'm not happy with acceptable. Yeah, you're not going to the AR, uh, get out. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not happy with that at all. But it just makes me go. All right. Well, I can't do anything at the moment except for work on getting fitter because I haven't like in reflection. Right. It's not like I've stopped exercising. I've changed the exercise I was doing. So I've gone from doing higher intensity level stuff at the gym to like the insular like Pilates, like not really like expending much mm. energy per se. So, it makes sense that I've lost a level of fitness. Mm. It's It seems to have dissipated quite a lot. <laughs> yes. But also, that might be my expectation upon myself. Although, 70-year-old mm. lungs, like, you can't argue with that. Like, that's that's not my expectation. That's medical fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I'm just going to try and, you know- one one small step at a time. Maybe next time we talk, I'll be down to sixty-year-old lungs. That's what we're hoping <laughs> for. So something that would be better than acceptable would be if our listeners found their way into Apple Podcasts or Spotify and mm-hmm. gave us a rating or a review. Hopefully both. Google review. So even a Google review. Yeah, find us on Google and rate us there. Facebook, wherever you find us. If you could give us any number of stars, you think is fair. Five would be best. If you think it's worth it. You know how you said you're back on dating apps, right? Yes. Do you have people that say to you, oh, I'm I'm a nice person. Like, you know, they they put this, they mm. put their best foot forward and basically like will put their argument to you and go, this is what I am. Like, yes. you should accept that. Yeah. Does that happen to you? It does. And it's, I have that under my red flag category. <laughs> Do you know what I say to that? Yeah. I was like, is this a uh, self-proclaimed or can I check your Google <laughs> review? Or do you have a reference check available? <laughs> yeah, I'll need the numbers of your five X's. Exactly. 